All right, we're back with Poo Poo Platter. Triple P, it's Mike Coscarelli. And Justin Perez here for all your poo poo needs. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. As always, uh, last week's episode with Kay Brown. Smashing success, as you can imagine. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Did very little to move us in the numbers, but... It's consistency that wins the game. It's the tortoise that beats the hare at the end. And the hare in this scenario is everyone with over 500 listens. Yeah, Yeah, we'd (laughs) love to get there. Uh, Do us a favor. Go over to your iTunes or Apple Podcasts page. Excuse me. It's not iTunes anymore. It's Apple Podcasts now. Very pretentious. Uh, Go leave us a five-star review, please. Uh, rate and review and subscribe to the podcast. And also, if you got Spotify, listen on Spotify because we're there too. Uh, and we appreciate you joining us. Yeah. And um, later on in the show, we have a very fun hour with hilarious comedian and podcaster uh, Casey Balsham. Uh, she's our pal from years of stand-up. Years of bombing. <laughs> yes. Uh, you'll hear three comedians who are fighting for censorship Loudly agreeing on the exact same point over and over. And well, it's very funny. Somebody's got to do it. Somebody's got to agree with each other, and all of us will agree. Yeah, might as well be poo poo platter. <laughs> uh, but before we get there, Justin, how was your week? My week started off with a bang. I went to the Met game the very next day after we recorded last yes, week. Yes, I forgot. With the Coscarelli family. That's true. Which was. Coscarelli-ish, I will say, in well, every form. I, we never talked about that. We didn't get a chance to talk about this at all. What was your impression of my family? Justin met my entire family <laughs> at this Mets game. I he met, met my, um, both my sisters, my both my parents. Yeah, and uh, your sister's boyfriend. Yeah, and Drew, yeah. And, uh, and your girlfriend was there, and we all went to the Met game. It was very fun. Uh, your family's very nice. They're, yeah. they're out of control nice. Uh, they're all very sweet people. I... Uh, I, I wish I had more interesting things to say. I will say it was very funny. Uh, in typical Coscarelli fa- fashion, I texted you, and I and I was like, I'll get there pretty much right at seven for the Met game. And yeah. you're like, cool. I'm like 15 minutes away. We were 15 minutes away. And then, in true Coscarelli fashion, I was early. Mike was late. That's no, no. <laughs> yeah, it, it ended up being that way. But so what happened was we were in the car and. The thing about like being doing anything with my family, specifically my my parents, my mom and dad, everything is just a fucking like travesty. Everything has got to be this like mad scramble to the finish line, and it yes. can never be this like you know we left on time. We we've you know uh, we're prepared for what we have to do. It's always this like like we're going right up to the wire, and it's it's just a, a, a cram till the very end. So what happened was we were in the car driving on the the Grand Central Parkway and uh my dad cannot pay attention to the GPS. So like my dad will like like the GPS will the tell thing him to go that one visually thing. and orally tells you what to do. Yes. So he he looks at the street signs and he looks at like the highway signs and he literally if he if, if a sign says City Field or you know uh, Shea, it's not Shea Stadium anymore but like if a sign says City Field he'll just follow the sign instead of following where the GPS takes it. Yes. So he missed the GPS the first time 
they told him to like turn off the expressway, uh-huh. and my mom fucking freaked out and started yelling at him. It was like, Alan, now we're gonna. It's taking another ten minutes to get there. The ETA is changing. Like just yelling at my dad. My dad yeah. is sitting there stewing, uh, <laughs> very upset as I would be. Yeah. Um, so we get to a point where we're like we're on this like crossroads between potentially like going and. Uh, I mean, clearly we're in a line for parking at City Field, and the, but the GPS is telling us to go someplace else. So my dad is like, he's he's torn between whether he should trust his instincts. logic and instinct, yes, versus a machine, a machine in the sky, right. and and his wife screaming in his ear, yeah. telling him to listen to the machine. Yeah. So eventually he picks the machine, and we get out of line, uh, like the parking line, and. The GPS just takes us to like some chop shop in Flushing. <laughs> like it takes us like completely out of the way, nowhere near where we actually have to be. Clearly not anywhere near City Field. Like it took us to Tom Seaver Way, which uh-huh. is like apparently, I guess that's what City Field is on now because uh-huh. they like renamed the street. But it took us like way down the street. So my mom, <laughs> we get to this like a nondescript location, and my mom just goes. Well, the GPS says we're here, and we're all looking around. Like, do you see the fucking stadium? <laughs> like, <laughs> do you we're not see here. <laughs> a capacity of thirty-eight thousand, dude. It wasn't even on the horizon. Yeah, like you know, how you can see it's a huge. It's a baseball stadium. It's yeah. fucking huge. You can see it from all sorts. Every every part of Queens. We weren't even like close enough to see the stadium yes. in like the in the background. So we ended up having to. Like, that's why we were late meeting you, but. And also the U.S. Open was going on. Right. And then when we get to the city field, so you're there already. So I'm, I'm calling you on the phone like, uh-huh. hey, where are you? Trying to find you in this sea of people. Um, we don't have the tickets. My mom, instead I, of I'm getting, on the phone going, can you just tell me which place to meet you at? Maybe I can get a line for you guys or yeah. something. And you're like, oh, we don't have tickets. We're picking them up. And yeah, I'm like, which I didn't know. Oh. And I'm like, oh. All right. This I thought is they a were production. So, but the the other thing is like it's not just me telling you that we don't have tickets or we have to wait for the tickets. It's me talking to you on the other end of the phone and then my mom sitting in the front seat of the car going, "We don't know what gate. We don't have the ticket." So she's hearing me talk to you uh-huh. and she's all basically talking to you through me having never like met ghost. you. Yeah. Yes. Like right. Whoopi Goldberg and Patrick Swayze and Ghost. Right. So it becomes this like again, just just this frantic thing where it's like like my mom's got to go to the bathroom. Then we've got to go get online for the tickets. Plus, there's a line to get into the gate. So the anxiety is just building. Yes. This whole entire time. So my dad lets my mom and I out. We have a van with those sliding doors yes. that are like automatic. Yes. So you don't just open them and close them. Like you have to sit there until the door closes. You hit a button and you wait. So my dad stops in traffic. To just like let us out of the car, and I get out of the car right into oncoming traffic. Uh-huh. There's just like cars coming the other way. Like we're walking across the street. Now we're running to the ticket window, trying to meet you. It just became this like frantic mess, and it always is like this when we do. So- like, dude, in Disney World with my mom, it is always like this. It's always just like she's yelling at my dad, and then my dad gets mad, and he's like frustrated, and then he's looking for parking, and then just get out of the car, just go. Me and my girl, my sisters will just like get out of the car, run towards whatever, wherever we've got to go. And it's, it can never just be like, we all just comfortably get out of the car as a family. Everything is organized and taken care of. It is just something that is just, it is never in the cards for us as a family when we're doing it. It's just crazy to me that it always has to be like this. <laughs> well, it was nice to see in person <laughs> where some of your anxiety came from. It's like a Three Stooges movie. Kind of. Uh, but it, once we got online, it was fine. Uh, we had, 
we waited on a massive line to get in the stadium. At one point, we finally get up to the security booth. We, we see the problem in City Field for the right field gate was the person yeah. checking bags was a woman with one eye. It was a 40-minute line to get it. We missed like the, the first like third of the now, game. Now, I know you're saying a woman with one eye. Clearly, you mean she had like a lazy eye. No, no, no. She had one eye. Yeah, one eye. She had one eye. And this is the woman searching bags. So it's taking perhaps double the amount of time <laughs> yeah, it right. should take. And she's the <laughs> How only... How could this go with two eyes? <laughs> she's the only woman doing it. It's crazy. I know. It's, it's really And it's insane. like you couldn't just put her on drinks. You couldn't put her anywhere else except... The, the the one place you want two yeah. eyes. Well, the interesting thing is like like again we, we I, I'd rather have her be the umpire at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. We talked sports like very vaguely last time around, and sure. like, like it's not something that we like like to do because I know I I, I would we wager that the six people we love. Yeah, most of the <laughs> people listening to the show, I believe, are uh-huh. women. But if you are a sports fan, and like let's say you are live in a city where the team like just is incapable of, of, of putting, like, a, a good product on the field. They cannot win ever. Uh, you know, Mets fans, we are victims of that. The Mets have really never been good most of our lifetime. Uh, they won a World Series in 1986 before I was born. You were in high school Three. already. But <laughs> high school, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> but um, they've always been bad, and, and you hear these things in the sports when you listen to, like, sports radio or you watch ESPN or whatever. The idea that the organization is bad, meaning that like the team is bad, but it really it the team is bad because the people that work for the company are also bad. The foundation of the house is rotten, right? And the entire house is falling apart. The thing that you learn if you are you into like a sports team and the sports team is bad is that when the organization is bad, it is bad top to bottom. Like the general manager is bad, the team is bad, the coach is bad. But guess what? The lady also checking the purses outside <laughs> is also bad. The fact that they, dude, like, like you, I, I'm not an old man. There must so have been f- 250 people online, and one woman. The game was one woman going on. We missed, we missed like vital parts of the game because we were sta- we were on time for the game, yeah. and we were standing in line waiting to get in. 15 so, minutes we we're online just to get in. To be seen by a woman with one eye, dude. You had and not to disparage women with one eye. Listen, <laughs> I support them. I, I love you, gals. The, the silent have, majority. Yeah, if we have any one-eyed women. Yeah, the, the uh, one winkers we call them. If you guys are out there, please keep on listening, rate, review, subscribe. Right. But it, it just shows like a lack of of common sense and organization. Right. And the Mets constantly do this. So that was the. So we're doing that. Uh, someone tried to sneak something in. Someone tried to sneak a beer bottle in front of us. Yeah. Wrapped in a sweater, wrapped in like a book, wrapped in another sweater. So that caused a delay. We finally get into the game. It's fun. The seats are actually very good. Yeah, my mom got good seats even though we missed half the game. Yes. Uh, <laughs> we, by the time we entered, it was the third inning. And uh, we were sitting by first base uh, and right field, somewhere in between there on field level. And I was sitting next to Mike, and I was sitting next to Mike's little sister, uh, Nicole. Yeah. And uh, I got to say, best part of the game was Nicole <laughs> participating in every single prompt <laughs> yeah. from the announcer. The announcer would be, would be like, all right, everybody, get on your feet and tokey pokey. <laughs> and Nicole would be like, no, okay, pokey. <laughs> she just was 
fucking into it. She has it. Down syndrome. You made her sound like the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> I was not trying to do Down syndrome. Hulky, hulky, pokey. Yeah, the trick is Nicole I'm always angry. I'm always angry. Uh, <laughs> this is my face all the time. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. She has Down syndrome, but she's very cool. She's very funny. Uh, she's 27. Yeah, uh, which will come into play in a few minutes. I will tell you why. She's 27, and she just was dope. She just was participated in every single sort of prompt. We danced at one point. There's a video. I was thinking of putting up today, actually, for oh. TBT. Is that okay? I find her name. Fine by me. Uh, and I say she's 27 because uh, me and Mike went to get beers, and then we came back. Oh, I forgot about that. And I was yeah. like, does Nicole drink? And he's like, yeah, yeah, she drinks. She'll, she'll have some sips. So you kept on giving her sips of like shock top, yeah, because her uh, her favorite beer is Blue Moon, yes, and but you were doing kind of secretly, like jokingly, and then your mom finally looks over and goes, "Mike, she's fucking twenty seven. <laughs> Give her the fucking beer." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, come on, yeah, she's going home in a car with us. What's the worst that's gonna happen? Right. Mike, relax. It's just her puking in the car, I think. And what happened on the way home? What was the sentence she said to you as soon as you guys got in the car? What? I'm going to shit my pants. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. A few minutes into the, into the car, her little belly full of wheat and shock and, uh, and, and I ale. I all about that. Mixed with ice cream and uh, coffee yeah, and some other things. Peanuts, whoever. Peanuts, yeah. yeah, sunflower seeds. She just she t- took one step. You guys got on the highway and she says, I'm going to shit myself. I forgot all about that. Yeah, you're right. Which is perfect that was a perfect ending to that yeah what's gonna happen mike (laughs) uh so but the game overall was very fun uh i i had a great time i your mom is uh, is very funny so there was like a drunk woman yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. there's a drunk woman sitting behind us she was maybe like i don't know 27 or so yeah sitting behind us and she's with some dude the dude went for like 20 minutes to get beer and take a piss or whatever and so while she's uh, while this guy left, your mom started talking to this guy, and then she the finds out. Yeah, yeah, to, to the girl. She yeah. finds out this girl's unhappy. They've been on like one date. She's kind of not into him, and your mom's going like, oh, "I don't think you should go back with him. Don't hook up with him." Yeah, I mean, what's the point? You don't owe him anything. Just get your bag from his house. I know it's at his house. Get it from his house and go home. Call yourself an Uber. Go home. Then she starts like nudging me to get involved with the conversation as if like I'm going <laughs> to hit on this woman who, by the way, lives in Stamford, Connecticut. Yeah. And also. You could do that though. That's no, not that far. The thing I can't do is betraying a man like behind his back as right. he's taking a piss. Well, it's all about, you know, men's rights. <laughs> yeah. You know me. Big <laughs> men's rights guy. Uh, no, but it's just like the whole thing was so bizarre to me of like I, you could shit on a guy but like he just he just went to the bathroom he's gonna be back in a few minutes and you my mom has such a big mouth oh she she just is not she doesn't give a shit i honestly i really think that my mom is like that because she's big <laughs> i've t- i've mentioned i think she's on a big woman she's probably before. like five ten she's five yeah she's easily five ten and she's been she's had stretches of her life where she has been like big yeah. big and you know she's not like like she's not that big anymore uh-huh. but she honestly my mom used to beat the shit out of me when i was a kid yeah. like like hey listen i deserved it but uh <laughs> <laughs> spoken like a true victim right but uh like I, it took me a lot of people were like yeah like frank when we did his podcast we did frank Terranova's podcast if you haven't heard that yet go <laughs> listen to the terror dome um Frank had mentioned on his podcast, 
you know, learning about the day where he was stronger than his mom. It was a big deal. And it was it was like a like a teenager, like an early teenager. I don't think I had that moment until I was like 17 where I I was like I was like, "Oh, I can finally I can I can get her to a draw." Dude, she was just <laughs> like she she can fight. Like she yeah. really can. My yeah. mom like my mom was telling you that story about like when she was growing up in Brooklyn and that girl Patty when she was a kid just like fucked with her. So my grandma just basically gave her the blessing to just beat this girl up and she kicked <laughs> kicked this girl's ass in yeah. the schoolyard and then my grandma bought her a, a, a bracelet uh-huh. because she gift. stood up for herself yeah the the way your mom told the story she, she was actually the second shortest person there she, she was the shortest and the other patty was like the second shortest so she'd pick on your mom at this point before your mom like shot up in height and the way your mom said it is that she got your grandmother got a call from like a yes. friend who works at the school is a vital part of the story. Yeah. A, hey, did you hear your your daughter just beat the crap? Who was it? Who was the girl? Was it Patty? Yeah, it wasn't Patty. <laughs> was it Patricia? <laughs> and the school administrator was like, "What? What are you? Talk- it doesn't matter." And she's like, "I just asked you one question. Stop messing around with me. Stop. Stop yanking my chain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just stop bullshitting me." Was it Patty? <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah, Patty." Is in the hospital. <laughs> and your mom told this story. She's like, yeah, yeah. And, and I didn't want to. And then I, and then I just had to because yeah. my mom pushed me to do it. And I'm happy I did. You come from a very violent family. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so that was the Met game. I went the next day to the U.S. Open. Uh, I, I went to the U.S. Open Saturday. And I saw 10 hours of tennis with my good friend, Mr. Ala Patel. Right. It was a good time. We saw a bunch of people. Uh, nothing too exciting to report. Well, what would you skip? What do you mean when I skip? Well, the Betts game was Thursday. Uh-huh. Saturday oh, Friday. Was the, was the U.S. Open. We, I saw a grown man weep <laughs> quietly in the bathroom because he's turning 30. Yes. Uh, I went to your birthday party, Mike. Happy yeah. 30th birthday party. We were at oh, thanks, uh, Finale's and originally. I wasn't there, but yes. I heard you guys w- went. We weren't there left. long. It was too crowded. We uh, walked up. We walked inside. They said they couldn't see us, and we left. Wow. Yeah. So you guys went to Botanica on Houston Street. Yeah. And uh, it was good. It was good fun. I I noticed something that Alexis also pointed out. She goes, I've never seen Mike drunk before. Yeah. And I go, I don't think I have either. I have never seen you like wasted. I've seen you have a few drinks. but It's I've called never s- class, Justin. <laughs> yeah, right. It's called, <laughs> I need control at all times. If I don't, something bad will happen to me. Well, there's that too. Yes. Yeah, that's part of it. That's, I think that's more what it is. Well, I saw, you, I saw you drunk. What'd you think? Uh, pretty normal drunk. You, you were smiling a lot. You looked sleepy at one point. Yeah. Uh, when you were talking to Leo Wolf, you looked very sleepy. <laughs> well... Uh, you know how boring Leo is. Yes, he's the most negative person in the world. Uh, uh, no, go ahead. So, how was your birthday party? Tell me about it. How was your celebration week? Um, it was good. I, I had a, I had a conversation with my therapist about it today, uh-huh. and it does force you to evaluate some things in your life, like like why 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 am I doing this podcast? Perfect. <laughs> or, or <laughs> I'm glad just this like, came up. You just you just start to like thirty is is uh, I'm at a point now where I like look at I'm not like in a bad place necessarily like career wise my career is what I gauge most of my success on uh-huh. and it's not in a bad place but it's not where I thought it would be and I think that's like part of the you know you evaluate all this stuff and you just look at it and you're just like wasn't I didn't I tell myself I'd have like 
a bunch of movies produced by now and like all this like <laughs> stuff. and they just have, not even close yeah <laughs> like, you know and uh, I don't know it it doesn't make me feel great about being a normal person because at 30 it's like like the room to grow is running out the room to grow is running out if you say it's running out ah is if, that how you think yes if you actually had something funny on like an album or something like that and it was literally the greatest material ever heard i think you would be famous i think it would i think something would happen if you wrote the greatest movie ever written and it got made i think you would be you know what i mean like it's not about fame it's just more well about I, like, i'm just saying like if you produce something of quality i you know i think it'll show up yeah if i wrote inglorious bastards today and it never existed and it got made something would happen with me uh yes and no like i think part of the thing is like so like starting off in like show business or starting off in like a field like this young uh the advantage to it is that people sort of get acquainted with you Mm -hmm. so like casey is a good example where like like and obviously casey we'll hear more from casey very shortly but uh, Casey's been doing stand-up, I think she said for 10 years. Uh-huh. I was doing stand-up for five before I kind of like took a break. Uh-huh. And that means Casey was five years my senior in this game. And like, you know, five years later, we, we're pals. Like we have a good yeah. relationship and everything. So now that's somebody that is like, you know, that has a reputation in New York City that knows who I am. Mm-hmm. You know, if I were to to say that I'm a comedian in New York city. Like these are the type of people that would have to know who you are to sort of like validate you in a way that makes you kind of legit. Like if you ask around and you can talk to like this person or that person, sure. like they're like, yeah, I know Mike, he's a good dude or like yeah, whatever. Yeah. He's funny or whatever. He's not a good dude. He's not funny. Well, that's neither here nor there, <laughs> but like, it's the same thing with like, you know, producing a TV show podcast, like podcasting. Everybody seems to know each other, like in New York, at least. Yeah. But I, 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 I know so I many still people disagree with you. If you, if, if you put out a product that's a quality or it's good, I think eventually, then why aren't we running ads, Justin? Because where's that? Where's our money from? The Hello Fresh. Five. <laughs> Everyone knows week six is where things turn around right, for podcasts. Right, right, right? right. It's very early. Have we had anybody super famous? We've had, someone a quarter famous you know what i mean like yeah. i n- neither one of us is personally famous so we just have our words to inspire people and you I know understand that. It, it's just more the the idea of thinking like to your point about having you know in, 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 sitting on an inglorious bastards or whatever yes. like you'd still need to get that to the right people and that's I, the difficult if you part. showed the script they'd be like i will do something with this please maybe yes it's not always that easy, though. I think you're I know like. It's not that, I, you're, I, I think you're looking at this as if it's, as if like show business is like some sort of meritocracy. No, no, I don't think. It's a, I don't think it's. I, I think it's people all get all bullshit. Well, I think people get built up by machines a lot in terms of machines of the agency, CAA behind them. They have this three arts behind or whatever it is. They have a bunch of things behind them, and it's building up steam. Hey. Um, you should have uh, Mike Coscarelli on This Is Not Happening if you're going to have a little somebody on there. He's my client. He's very good. Oh, you know who would be great for that? My client, Mike Coscarelli, would be great on At Midnight. You, you know, it's just one person or one company building you up because they believe in your thing, and that sort of creates the product of Mike Coscarelli. But there's, a, there's, there's also like other ways that people get built up that's not this like product building, like this scheming and, 
and cajoling. And it, it's also you have talent and you put out something on your own and people eventually come to you. Do you think people were I, – I, this is a very dumb comparison because where this person's at now. But do you think people gave a shit about Mark Marin when he first started – he started doing a podcast. No, but I think Mark Maron was in LA and Mark Maron probably had, I mean, his podcast, dude, the reason that I started listening to his podcast was because he had fucking Robin Williams and, and yeah. Ben Stiller and, and all these people. We had, but that's my point is <laughs> like, do we have enough? Is somebody going to, is somebody in Ben Stiller's camp going to vouch for us to get Ben Stiller on? No, to come but to our, my apartment, I mean, or your I, apartment. I, I, we have to have the interview with the person, and we also have to have it be an, an interesting interview. Of course. Yeah, so yeah. I we gotta I, get him though. That's the other thing. It's not like yeah, like yeah. listen. I'm saying that obviously I think we should reach for the stars on this, and yeah. and like our I think show, we might have one next week. <laughs> that's true. Yes, yes, yes. Let's not tease it before we know yes. it's official. But but let's just say this person has more Twitter followers than me. <laughs> that's a good way to describe so somebody. They have as a more star. than 2,600 Twitter followers. Yeah. But I think that that's what a lot of it comes down to is like is like the the facade of show business is that like if you've got this good thing, then like people will be like into it, whatever. The truth is that you it is it's a word of mouth industry and people uh-huh. need to be vouching for you and people need to be like you have to have some sort of heat, whether it's legitimate or not, even if it's perceived. That's what carries your momentum. That's what gets you the meetings with like the agencies and the CAAs and like whatever. I can tell you straight up from just like working where I work how yeah. it's like it's easier to get a meeting now than ever before. But you're talking about people who are built up like products that like this person has a podcast. This person is 27. This person also works at this company. So we really want to push them. Whereas I'm talking about someone like like fucking Gary Gullman who's obviously been doing stand-up for years and he's been doing stand-up great for years. But... I mean, did he have a TV special? Really? I like. Did he have a big special? He's getting his first real big special at the age of forty-four on fucking HBO because he's been consistently funny and putting out good product. Yeah. I, he didn't. He built up. I, but also, what he are built up we don't, you don't know what his like ambitions are? Like, I don't know that Gary Goldman wants to be like a showrunner. He, he he just he taped a special for HBO. It's coming. I know that. Out. It's yeah, coming out in a month. Those so are his ambitions. He's done. Grand spe- Goldman has done specials though. Like yeah, he's, no, he, he's, he's done, he, he has at least three specials. But I'm saying, did he get some humongous special on HBO? Did he get some humongous special at, at a network that I could find? I, I I saw it on Netflix, but it's not like a. I feel like I'm shit talking Gary Goldman. <laughs> not my point. The point is, I'm trying to say like. Slow and steady. If you have the talent, it'll. It doesn't matter. He's fucking forty-four. You know what I mean? Like he didn't hit at twenty-seven. He didn't hit at thirty-three. So like you assessing your life in this, like you're looking at these people who are made up in like a, you know, production company, is one thing. But to look at somebody who's just consistently doing good work, I think that's a different way. I, I think if you create your own audience, it can be done. I I I don't think you should compare yourself to other people. Is what I'm saying. I'm 36. Very Mike. nice of you to say, Justin. Mike. I'm 36. I know you look like shit. I look better than you. <laughs> yeah, I know you do. But right now, the it's point sad, is sad that that's the case. The point is, I'm 36. I, I've been through what you're going through. It's fine. It, like you're either gonna do something about it or you're not, and it's fine. It's it, you can't control your success. You can only be funny and do good shit, right? You can't control it. I guess you can't. There's only so much you you can try to be funny. You can put out good stuff. You can work hard, but a, after that, it's out of your hands. Well, coming to the stage now. 
I'm not coming to the stage. But. I feel like I feel like the last two weeks it has been me like, Mike, you're good enough, you're strong enough, and gosh darn it, people like you. <laughs> That's everybody in my life has been doing that. It's to just me. like Stuart Smalley, you every single time. It's just, it's, it's looming. Well, it's here. But it's like, here. You the are number 30. looms over my head. Well, and it makes me feel like a fucking failure. Anyway, uh, Casey Ballsham is coming Well, this next. has been Suicide, 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 <laughs> Triple S. Uh, thanks for listening. Our next guest to the stage, uh, we're going to have our good pal Casey Ballsham come out. Yeah. We talk a little bit about Woody Allen. We talk a little bit about Dave Chappelle. We talk a lot about meatloaf. Not the food, but this, the classic uh, Long Island bar mitzvah singer. Yes. Uh, and uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. So stick around for that. And uh, we appreciate you listening. I'm, I'm at Mike Coscarelli on uh, all social plat- platforms. And if you want to hear mine, I'll say it at the end of the episode. All right. Uh, we'll see you on the other side. It do be like that sometimes. It do be like that sometimes. It do be like that. Don't do me like that. It'd be like that sometimes. It'd be like that. It'd be like that sometimes. Well, welcome back to Poo Poo Platter, everybody. Um, <laughs> Mike and Justin back with a very special guest. Uh, she's been on uh, the first incarnation of our podcast. And she'll be in the third incarnation <laughs> of our podcast Thank next you year. Thank you so much. We would love you to come back to... The report with Mike and Justin next Perfect. year. Yeah, I, I kind of forgot. I think I saw that it was called Poo Poo Platter, but yeah. it is definitely shocking when you hear it out loud. Yeah. When you sit down at 9 p.m. at night to do a podcast with your yeah. friends and then they say Poo Poo Platter with all platter. seriousness. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, so, you, at least we didn't here. say Poo Poo Prada, uh, <laughs> which is what we would prefer to say. <laughs> Our font is super problematic. Yeah. Uh, Mike's voice a little bit, but <laughs> the, the font is really like, do we have to make it that font? Yeah. We're is just it go- like appetizer font? It is yeah, the appetizer. Yeah. yeah, it's the appetizer yeah. menu. It's like the golden dumpling font. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, I see it. I think that's what it's called. I see that it's pointy and it's yeah, like it in its pointy. paint strokes. I see it. That is the way naturally all Chinese people yeah. write. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. No, it's naturally. They're very talented and artistic people. <laughs> Wait, b- before we they get are. any more racist, uh, let me just say that our guest is... <laughs> I had so is, much more. <laughs> ...is hilarious stand-up comedian and host of the uh, Betches Not Another True Crime podcast. Yeah. Podcast. Uh, Casey Balsham. Hello, thank you so much. I can't believe you got me. <laughs> I can't believe you got me. Your publicist, your manager, your husband. We got through right. everyone. Yeah. I know. And uh, now you're here. You are. Yeah. Thank In you so beautiful much. Beautiful Astoria, Queens. Thank you so much. I love the studio space. <laughs> thank you. I love I, the I, living. So, sorry, studio. Yes. Yeah. We <laughs> like we like how it's like wide open and you can hear every bounce off every wall. Yeah. yeah. No, the acoustics seem. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they they, well, they could be better, but uh, <laughs> they're great. We don't have much of a choice, <laughs> so here we are. So, Casey, we brought you on today to talk about the Thank acoustics so of this apartment. Thank right. you so much. Well, <laughs> I would say that the reverberations in the kitchen from the knives. Uh-huh. Okay, I don't know. Talk, talk about it. No. Now, if you were to change the acoustics in here, what would you change differently? I'd rem- I'd take you. You guys would be in the other room, okay. and okay. I would okay. just be with the cans on, just probably like singing Solo. karaoke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd have I'd have a laptop out. Just practicing Wicked. So that's, yeah. yeah. What are your karaoke songs? My ca- oh, karaoke. See, here's the thing. I'm trying to change it up. Yeah. So I've been trying out with Nine to Five lately. I've been Ooh, doing that one. Nice. Yeah. Two, five. Because my awesome. my main song was it was the way you make me feel by Michael Jackson, and then I but, you know look but I think you could still sing it. I think I, I still did. And then I say I would sing. Um, uh, I think we're alone now by mm. Tiffany. Great. Min- Midnight Train to Georgia. That one you can you can still sing both of those. Classic. You still love Midnight yes. Train to Georgia. Woo, woo. 
it's a call to act. It's a call to action. You know, yeah. Pe- people <laughs> like when there's a movement and a dance involved. But yeah. like I said, I've been trying to change it up. Vanessa Carlton, Thousand Miles. Yeah, I do the piano part. Do you? And then somebody else actually. Yeah, I only do the instrumental, and then I have I have her tracking, and then it's me just going nothing for three minutes. And it's just me going. I just do a piano key sound. Yeah. Yeah. It is its own karaoke song in itself. Yeah. 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 I I have some problematic songs also that. What are yours? Like so, I used to do Thriller. But I, I know Another, the Vincent yeah. Price thing. Yeah. So I would do that also, and I'd be like, Ah, ha, 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 Ooh, that's ah, good. That is pretty good. That's, pretty that's good. really good. So I would do that. I would do Ignition, uh, R. Kelly. You really are and striking do, out. You're yeah, over yeah. two now. And then I would do like ten minutes of Cosby stand-up. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, and then I would just read Jeffrey that? Epstein's resume <laughs> yeah. on stage. I'd just Uncle be like, Jeff, that's what we call yeah, him. Yeah, Uncle Jiffy, Jiffy, uh, Jiffy Pop. I did love Jeffrey Epstein yeah. for reasons that I might not be able to explain on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I I did a show uh, opening for Corinne and Christina yesterday. First off, they put their set yes. list and they put my name up top. And then their initial C and K, yeah. and then like the rest of the the rest of the set. Yeah, yeah. So what it looks like is Justin C K, as if like I'm this like Louis <laughs> character of a like, cover band. Yeah, Justin like a woke CK. Louis. Like I what would I do? I I come out and I trap a woman and then I just fist my own ass. Yeah, know? that's <laughs> just what, more woke. That's what they hired you to open for. Yeah, right? yeah, they were just like, let's see how the audience does with this. Yeah, I, I always do that show where, and I'm like, all right, all right, ladies, enjoy the last man you'll see up here. <laughs> And I'm like, I'm not going to do anything weird. And I started a chant of Epstein. Epstein. <laughs> and it went terrible. I bet. Yeah, yeah, I bet yeah. the crowd of 20-year-old women were like, huh? Yeah, I'm sure Who? they were not. Yeah. yeah. They were, but also they were you know, way too old. So they also felt, you know, they were like, <laughs> rub it in that we're too ugly to get <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jeffrey. We're too old to get with Jeff Epp. I have a question. Because obviously, like, uh, we work together on the True Crime podcast. Yes. But um, I don't know that we've ever like talked in depthly about like where your interests sort of came from with that. And I know that's like it's sort of like I guess it's a common trope. Like yeah. my girlfriend, obviously, every female in like age twenty to thirty-five is it's into. So it's it's this, it's a white woman thing, like drinking at lunch. But is it like is it that fear of? Cassette? Jesus Christ. <laughs> That could have shattered. This is a glass table that Mike just dropped his microphone on. Uh, that I was just waiting for the crack to just crack that just whole thing. And we then have, just to see the fallout. We have $14 uh, mic stands from Amazon uh, that are made for music. And then we have these heavy ass We're going to have podcasts. to get some new ones, I think. It's fine. I'll, I'll make do. I just uh, got to it just fell off. My headphones and back in. <laughs> that was terrifying. Very dramatic. As we were talking about murder... Yeah, and about white women being well, killed. So I, I get my question, I suppose, is: is it is it as simple as like like I've heard like I said I've heard this trope before. Is it as simple as like well I want to know what to look for because I could get abducted or murdered or nah. whatever? I honestly no? I feel like I've been trying to work on this as a joke and I don't quite know if it's there yet because I've been thinking a lot about because I want to make jokes about it. Obviously, it's like doing this podcast and you know having people bring it up as like a credit and things like that. I'm like, I should probably have some jokes about it. Sure. And I just have to think, cause I, cause it is mainly white women. Yeah. And I have to just think it's just our way of being like, we're scared of things. You know I mean? Like, I mean, cause I try to like make the same, like what are, what do we have in our lives? You know, we're the biggest, like, um, what's the word? It's like spoiled brats. So it's like, right. it's like that thing where it's like, what do we have nothing to be scared of? So we watch things that would possibly make us scared. Sure. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Something yeah. like this, something along the lines of like, there's nothing else in our life that affects us besides like infertility, you know? Like, Does it ever like, <laughs> <laughs> so 
So <laughs> it's just we're sure. just like it's just murder and infertility. When you researched this, because we were talking before Yark. we started this uh, recording about Eileen uh, yeah. Wormos. Name Eileen Wormos. <laughs> Do you ever like when you're researching this stuff? How much does it? ever get to you to a point where you're just like <laughs> some of it does that's why like there's some cases because we've been getting you know we're, we're pretty good with the dms and and, yeah. and a lot of people reach out to us to uh to cover certain things and i remember the one time that i actually i was at work and because it like i it was like a slow day where i was literally just sitting there with my computer i went back to like two months worth of messages and literally wrote down every case that I could find from mm -hmm. in like a certain time period and then put those all into a thing and then was starting to research them all to do a little snippet about like just a little cliff notes and doing that really put me in a weird mood like it's not like if it's just kind of like a one and it's a solo thing like doing it but like uh, that day I remember going through all of them I was a little fucked up but there are some of those cases that you read like there's the one the Paul Bernardo and the Carla um, the the Scarborough rapist the uh -huh. people in Canada a lot of people wanted to do it and it's almost too it's like I've seen lots of shows on it that one's almost like too disturbing that I Chilling. actually don't want to delve into it yeah because it's like his parents fucked them up and then he convinced this woman to like just rape and murder all these women they did the, the first victim was like her sister and it's just like oh. shit that's what I'm saying sorry now I've just poisoned everybody but no, it's like fine. certain things like that <laughs> Mike's like, no, that's, that's happened to my family. It's fine. Well, I, I, don't, uh, I don't have sisters. I don't have sisters. So oh, so you is, don't relate. I'm an only child, so. Oh, my God. It just yeah. seems hot. Yeah. So you're like, you're like, was it like strangling? Was there nylons I mean, involved? Was it the, the hot play? sister? Yeah. yeah no, that's terrible. It was the ugly sister. Uh, uh, it always no. is. But uh, so, yeah, but just some of the cases are a little too gross and creepy yeah. to mm. do, but it's. I will say like doing more than one in a day, like really, if I had to like research more than one, I would probably like get all fucked up. Right. Yeah. But some of them, it's almost like because we're doing them weekly, like it's kind of like you learn. And once I put it down, I kind of get rid of it just so that I like can sleep at night. Yeah, yeah. Like a murderer. Yeah. I have no feelings once it's done. Yeah, once the body is disposed of, <laughs> once I it's never done, of it. I bury it and I move on with my fucking life. Yeah. It's on par. <laughs> yeah. 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 But oh, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I was trying to not interrupt you. Oh, that's okay. I realized that you were done. I was done. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. That Again, is the way we should go forward as men. Yeah. Again, happy to be here. Are you Thanks done, so woman? <laughs> are you done? <laughs> What's your yapping? Are you done with your yapping? Are you it's done? time for me to talk. And scene. And scene. Yeah. There we go. So back <laughs> to the, the karaoke. Everybody's problematic karaoke. Perfect, yeah. Uh, I, it's called a, uh, uh, a screwball. You go way outside to come yeah. back inside. You come back in yeah, with yeah. the karaoke. Yeah, yeah. Like, do you have karaoke songs? Yeah. I don't think I've, I don't know if I've ever done karaoke. Oh my God. What the hell's wrong with you? Are you not in a mark? I don't think I've <laughs> ever had fun. Have you never gotten drunk? <laughs> I have. I, I just haven't really. The one time I can remember being at a karaoke bar, I was actually, I was dating this girl who I think was trying to introduce me to her friends at her birthday party. Yeah. We weren't, we were like maybe seeing each other like three, four weeks. And I didn't really know how I felt about her. Yeah. And then I went to the karaoke bar and that sort of settled it. Yeah. I, and like you were super into her, right? No, it was the other way. <laughs> was she, oh, that's was it because she was way too into karaoke? Um, that is a good question. And yeah. looking back, I don't know that I know the answer to that. Cause it's a secret language. Like if you love karaoke and you're like good at karaoke, like yeah. 
there's other people like, but it is a weird thing where like essentially every couple of minutes you have to go and like go to a concert for like yes. five minutes. Like yeah, you're just, like you're just and a bad yeah, one. you're like having fun at a bar and then all of a sudden they're like, oh, Justin, and you have to like go to the stage and be like, yeah. Black Velvet, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 and then yeah, yeah. you can like to go dream back. the yeah. impossible and dream, and then you can like go back to your thing. Like you literally, you have to fucking support your friend while they are yeah. pretend like they wrote a song. Right, totally. Yeah, that is an aspect of it because I remember with this girl specifically. So I I brought f- um, co-host of my other podcast, Gene Getman, uh, with me, <laughs> and then the other person that we had with us, Casey. Have you ever seen? Have you ever heard of a of a guy around the New York comedy scene? His name is Phil Nine Eight Seven. Oh no! <laughs> he's a small. He's <laughs> he's a very autistic, maybe schizophrenic, small Chinese man. He's uh, the best joke writer in New York City. He is very Terranova. funny. Yes. Phil Six Nine Seven. Phil. Ni- so his his last name, his stage last name is Numbers Nine Eight Seven, like a screen name. <laughs> yeah. Phil Nine Eight Seven. At Phil Nine Eight Seven. No, yeah. I've never seen him on stage. <laughs> I've never heard of this man. He's Have you very seen strange. Phil Nine Eight Seven at AOL.com. <laughs> no, I haven't, and it's weird because I have an at Hotmail, so you'd think that we would just find oh, each other Yahoo naturally. Man. Are you Yahoo <laughs> man? Yahoo man Gmail. Oh, I'm a Gmail guy. You Gmail guy? Oh. Yeah. You're millennial. Hot, no, you're hot, yeah. <laughs> millennial. It's funny. I think it goes in age order of who has the, the oldest <laughs> <Yeah>. thing. <laughs> it's, it's so funny. Perfect. But yeah. so we're, me and Gene wind up bringing Phil, who doesn't have really have any business being out here. We're honestly, there's a chance that Phil might be a figment of all of our imaginations <laughs> and doesn't exist. It, he has, has this like mysticism. Has anybody else seen him besides you and <laughs> Gene? <laughs> there's like 10 people. On, He's I the think. Tyler Durden of New York Comedy. Yeah, what he the is, hell? He is just like a very odd, peculiar guy. And uh, yeah, he, like I said, he may be schizophrenic or autistic, but I brought him to this thing because I thought it'd be funny. <laughs> Which is, yeah, as a buffer, that seems like the weirdest buffer. Like, I'm yeah. meeting a new girl. I'm not sure if I like her. Let me bring my friend with and the her numbers friends. of yeah. a last name. <laughs> yeah, the guy, the I'm sure that the way that you got there, we're like, I don't like this girl. She was like, did you see who the fuck this kid brought to <laughs> yeah, my yeah. party? He brought a Chinese man. I was performing tonight <laughs> and this asshole brings fucking... 987. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> She was probably pissed. She's like, this was the performance of a lifetime. But I do remember, so they had like a private karaoke room. Oh, those are the worst. They're so bad. You got to do it out loud. Yeah, because I mean, you're it's on a show. It's more fun when you get like the strangers to sing yes. a lot. Like uh, the, the private ones, it's just, I want to do it with strangers. I yeah. love my friends, but. Well, you could do private karaoke here. Like, what is the point yeah. of being at like a karaoke bar? Like we could. I mean, I know they have karaoke machines that we yeah. can just get and have like 10 of our own friends exactly. at my studio slash yeah. apartment. And uh, it's not as fun. But I remember no. f- we were trying to get Phil to sing Ghostbusters because oh, it just would have been hilarious. And <laughs> these girls that we were with didn't want Phil to like have the mic. And that was a real turnoff for me. And that was sort of the, the last experience I had with karaoke. It just bummed me out. That they didn't want this small, <laughs> autistic, schizophrenic Chinese man to have fun. I, I will say, in their defense, <laughs> I imagine he said crazy things to them throughout the night. And I think they were probably going like, maybe we shouldn't have him on the mic. It's <laughs> Melissa's birthday today. Yeah. And I don't want to hear the only Chinese Trumper uh, that I know. He wasn't a Trumper. He was just crazy. <laughs> oh, like he was Yeah, so first off, you, you, you made these girls... 
be locked in a room yeah, with yes. your craziest a friend. Yes. And then you were like, friend is strong. Let's hear what he has to say. <laughs> yeah, amplified yeah. out loud. <laughs> of course, if I was one of her friends, I would have been like, I'm sure that they were drunk. Being like, they need to leave. Yeah. <laughs> they need to tell your friend. <laughs> These guys need to leave. <laughs> this guy needs to live now. Phil I, six nine six nine can gap. Yeah, you guys, yeah. how are we gonna ditch this git? It's brutal. <laughs> but yeah. all right, so everybody's karaoke songs. Yeah. I heard two Michael Jackson songs come up. I know. I mean, I said that for the joke. Uh, my real. <laughs> oh, you don't actually do thriller? No, I mean, no. I could. Justin's just that'd a be hack. such a fun thing, though. <laughs> would, I mean, obviously. Now that I heard the the laugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my my songs are. Uh, Erasure, a little respect. Do you know that song? Have a little respect. To oh yeah. Me. Yeah, sounds like a fun one. Oh yeah, yeah. it involves falsetto and a Get song a that maybe. Respect. Yes. Yeah. There yes. we go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's a song that only like Casey did thirty-four it better, and over will know. Right. And everyone else is like, "Why is this woman singing? <laughs> <laughs> Why is this trans woman singing?" And yeah. it's, it's I. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, that, and I think I would do. Uh, I would do anything for love, but I won't. Can I tell you, I'm on a huge meatloaf kick right now. So I just saw the meatloaf musical. Oh, uh, how is it? It's terrible. (laughs) Can I tell you, it's like, it's like, so I got free tickets, of course. And I was like, Robbie, we have to go see this. And he's like, I mean, if we must. And I was like, yes, we must. Uh, It was like, and it was a matinee performance. So super special. I mean, the thing starts and it just like, it's just like all of a sudden it's just like ah! it just like starts like very shockingly yeah and you're kind <laughs> of like how does it start like bad a, out of hell it, like no, a bad, or, is it like a bad out of hell per se it starts like a bad out of hell I don't know if that's the first one because here's the thing here's the thing in all honesty I know the main song you know yeah, yeah, and then they also do it's all coming back to me because this guy wrote oh. like these novel songs and oh, they all yeah. do they also sing uh, making love out of nothing at all yeah but it's like you're watching this weird campy strange play just yeah. waiting for the song that you know and it's so bizarre and yeah. so wild and you're like like it was literally there were some of the numbers where I, I cannot I couldn't tell yeah if I liked it if there was if it was so bad that I liked it because they knew it was bad or if they were so serious about it and that made me hate it because I was like how can you not not know that this is a fucking Milo musical right right but then I will tell you <laughs> right at the end they go it's all coming back to me and then they go Pardon me, that was me. I, I barked. Um, <laughs> you animal. <laughs> right? That was my... I did it without even... <laughs> the <horses>. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I, no, I'm sorry. Go on. That's my dog, Alma. That's, uh, that's me doing my uh, my musical impression. No, but so... But at the end, when they hit... Literally, when the, when the piano thing starts, when it's like... Like, people are like... <laughs> people yeah. lose their fucking minds yeah, yeah, yeah. and it it makes the whole thing worth it yeah because they hit that and people there's baby, baby, yeah. people's hands are up and then let me sleep on it yeah it's yeah. the end of the and it's the end of the musical I'm so sure. it's like the minute that song's people done leave. people were yes. on their feet oh yeah and i remember being like because everybody stands up for everything on broadway these days but i remember being like <laughs> I, i'm not gonna stand up for the show and i still didn't and there's rarely shows that i've not stood up yeah. for but this was one of those ones but like literally it ended in and it was a matinee and everybody in the theater is like fucking 100 and yeah. people were on their feet <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. like oh my god but th- when they hit the end song you were it was a full blown party and I haven't been able to stop listening to it since wow. I listened to it cooking my well, at HelloFresh I was going to ask you actually you're you're, obvi- you're from the Bay Area yes. you grew up in the Bay Area yeah. like San Francisco yeah uh, so my question to you is 
Growing up, was it as big of a like bar mitzvah song or wedding song as it is in Long Island and New Jersey? Meatloaf is Meatloaf <laughs> is played at every Sweet Sixteen. Paradise by the Dashboard Lights yeah. is played any any event where there's more than fifteen people. Honestly, even sometimes less than fifteen people. Meatloaf will make at least one appearance. First off, San Francisco uh, is Irish Catholic, so bar mitzvahs were not our thing. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, we had, it was made, like, I literally don't remember. Even my mom, when she came to visit New York, was like, we were driving through Brooklyn. She's like, I've never seen these kind of Jews. Right. Like, she yeah, had never, yeah. like, it just was Extreme wasn't, Jewish. Like, you know, yeah, in San Francisco, yeah, it was like, extreme. We, like, the third episode the we've gone <laughs> Yeah, this yeah. is literally the third episode we've mentioned, like, us or someone else has mentioned Hasidic people. And each yeah. time we have to go, if you're not from New York, you have to understand there is this very... Or L.A., parts of L.A., yeah, too. Yeah, parts yeah. of L.A., yeah. yeah. Some of Pennsylvania. But yeah. we always yes. have to, like, explain it, and it comes off, like... You have to trust us. These are weird people. <laughs> Jews agree with us. We're not crazy. Please don't think we're like a hate Yeah, we, no. We always have to preface it because we always talk about. Yeah, them. there's that's that's a weird uh, that's a weird thing that you yeah. guys make a part of your podcast. That you, every podcast you're like, do, do you think they're going to talk about Hasidic or what? It's even weirder that it happens by <laughs> I accident. Felt yeah, I felt clearly, weird prepping you by giving you a Hasid <laughs> article before you got we're gonna here. Get yeah, they're like, we're going to talk about Dave Chappelle, Hasidic yeah, yeah. Jews, uh, Scarlett Johansson, are all those good for you? Yeah, but um, but no. So actually, I never went. To, I went to quinceañeras. Like I went to a couple of quinces, we but I yeah, never. We didn't have as many of those. I didn't do because um, yeah, San Francisco is Irish Catholic, and it's and it's a huge Asian population. So right. so no, meatloaf right. was kind of like I, you know. I feel like I remember just watching the video because I used to. You remember we used to watch music television. I yeah, remember, right, right. I would like record. I used to record videos. You call it music television. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Once Gmail. again, that's CaseyBushmanHotmail.com. <laughs> yeah. Call me on you my dial Yahoo. Hit her on the over yeah. here. Yeah, Casey on her two way. Pager. Send me a fax if you want to book me at at fax.me.case. See ya. Bye. I can uh, tell you, I had. <laughs> I've never heard it called music television. And I didn't even mean MTV. I just, I just you know, like the TV, the television that yeah. showed music videos, but I did call it its proper fucking name. Have you turned on the music television recently? I saw oh. Channel 37. The kids yes. these days are watching prostitutes on the music television. Watching, did you see the music television with all the blacks dancing about? That was Sometimes literally what my grandpa said. American movie classic to see my old movies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, Yeah. I know. I just sounded like such an old fucking fart. It's okay. Well, being, being out here, it, it was definitely... I remember I was at a... I think it was my... Gr- grandparents 50th wedding anniversary there was like some weird family get together where we were with extended members of like my dad's family that we never see that yeah. I've seen maybe like 10 times in my life yeah and I remember at some point of the night paradise by the dashboard lights came on right. and my dad's cousin who is this like older guy with a mustache like but they're all from like New York uh and his cousin did like very strangely did that part like let me sleep on it, baby, baby, let, like uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like looking was, at each other, singing it yes. to each other. It was yeah. very weird. And I think in the musical that was the part where the people were f- were having sex in a car. Yes, that's yeah. that's the whole point of the song. Is like, will yeah. you let me fuck you in this car? 
and my cousin yeah. and, and their cousin and were doing man. this weird like <laughs> semi-physical like choreographed it was so you're doing a weird. lot of you're doing a lot of shoulder shimmy with yeah, a lot of shoulder shimmy. they were doing a ton of you know that shoulder shimmy where you like back the other person down and they also do the shoulder like a very it's like yeah. a grease move yes so but i've just never like, seen two grown adults uh fa- related the family members only do it. time i've seen it Oh and it was gosh. Paradise by the de- Bash Death. So these are Italian <laughs> Jersey people they are, singing to each other. Yeah, well, they live in Maryland now, but uh, yeah, they were like originally New Yorkers. Yeah. So this is like a like a mob version of Greece. It was just, just like dude, a sad greasy mob version. It was just so bizarre. Like I, we, I remember leaving that night, and my mom was like, "What the fuck was that with David and <laughs> and, and whoever?" It was just strange. But yeah, out here, like meatloaf is like, it's like meatloaf, Billy Joel. It's on everybody's like, grown up. Here, in these streets. In these streets, we <laughs> claim ML. BJ. I just remember it like, like when, when my parents had like a Ford Topaz in the 90s. Like it was on every like cassette mixtape they would make. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. No, it's it's a fucking, it's a bop, man. Yeah, I listen to I literally like I, I literally haven't stopped listening to it. And Robbie too, like he's like I cannot stop listening to Meatloaf. Oh, like man. I'm like I know. Yeah, I, I just I'm Alexa play Meatloaf all day, and then sometimes she's got oh, she some might weird. Do it. She's <laughs> got some weird versions of it sometimes, and I yeah, I'm yeah. like I'm all over the board with it. Can I ask how long was the musical? Three hours. Oh, I think I know why the old people were standing up at the end. They stretching. <laughs> they were stretching. There <laughs> was an intermission, but it was it no, was three like, hours is three hours. Yeah, That's an hour and it half was like two two fifty or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There was a full blown intermission. There was a lot. It was a lot, and some of it. Some people were really good. Yeah. The main guy, like the main two, were not as like seasoned performers, which you could kind of tell they were both talented. But like the one guy, I didn't think was that likable. But then they had like two like <laughs> like. Um, Lena Hall, who won a Tony for uh, uh, Hedwig a couple years ago, she was in it and she was fucking incredible. But I want to also, I just want to be like, do you know that this is like, are you, is this is it fun because it's campy? But then again, she and the dad that are supposed to be like the bad guys were like the best fucking ones because yeah. they were. But it was so, it was just so good. I, I mean, it's they were good, fun. but it was a pretty. Like it's got to be like karaoke, right? Like if you're a the, if you're a Broadway the whole point performer. Is that you have a market built in yeah. by saying these are the songs of Elvis. Oh, these are the songs right. of Billy Joel. And now there's like something for the people in North Jersey. And <laughs> I and forgot Long to Island. tell you guys, the story the is loosely based on Peter Pan. So the story of Peter kidding? Pan. Yeah, so okay. The, the Peter, the, Peter the, the flying boy. So the story, I guess apparently the writer, this guy, Jim Steinman or whatever, that wrote oh. all these uh, songs, mm-hmm. I guess he also had written this Peter Pan thing and then that <laughs> fell through. So then he just used the story and put the meatloaf. For a meatloaf musical? Yes. Oh, so so the story is about like the rich parents and they're trying to save the town from yeah. all these hoodlum kids and the kids are, they were, there was an earthquake and this toxic ooze spilled out. Oh and creating God. them to stay 18 forever. So this is like Footloose this slash is, sounds like a horrible Avenger idea. Slash. slash yes. And so then obviously the guy falls in love with the daughter and then that's the whole thing. But ah. it's like, but yeah, there's an earthquake with ooze. And that's like, they're telling the story. And I was like, for real? Like that's what it like, insane. it's just, yeah. There's it was an insane. island that Jeffrey Epstein had where people were under 18 the entire time. <laughs> yeah, fuck <laughs> island. Yeah, yeah, fuck island. You fuck island. Some kind of fuck earthquake. Sorry. Well. <laughs> uh, <laughs> speaking of fuck island. I was going to yeah. say speaking of pedophiles, uh, one of the main things that we wanted to talk to you about, uh, we stuck to mostly comedy stuff. Uh you are well. We had Julie Katakis on, who is now like a internet sketch actor. Who? Uh, Julie Katakis. 
Oh yeah. She's she. We had her on. We've had only women on so far. So you are okay. next in line in a long line of, uh, of of broads that we've had on the show. Yeah, tits are us. <laughs> uh, but obviously, uh, <laughs> there is a lot of comedy stuff in the news this week, and I think, yeah. feel like you would be a good person to talk to because I don't, uh, you know, as long as we've known each other and as yeah. as long as I've been watching you do stand up, you, I don't think that your act never is, laughed once. No, shut up, stupid. <laughs> Actually, I I am on record I'm of saying tomorrow. that Casey buried me harder than anybody else I've ever followed. When uh, I was like brand new but i still i it was like when you first got to new york really yeah oh, i didn't feel like do you remember that do you Shovel remember the everything. uh when the standing room which is also now closed i think was yeah, the it's an laughing ice cream devil shop is it an ice cream shop yeah, now yeah, yeah it's down the street from my house i, I every time i walk by i go i can't believe we did comedy in here this place is weird tiny yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. but when that was still old and shitty yeah uh, you had been here like a uh, weeks maybe really yeah i was like barking for a show and i got on and i was not very good oh when you used to bark for for standing room or I, laughing devil yeah i was barking for uh uh it was just gonna be so inside but alan uh his i guess fuck. his name is alan fuchs now alan fuchs, alan yeah. fuchs. Yeah, yeah. but uh <laughs> i was barking for him and i was like six months into comedy i think not That's very good right, yeah but you came here from uh from the west coast yeah and just uh annihilated oh thanks and i remember getting on stage going like i'm gonna ride this momentum and then i got on stage and i think <laughs> the whole audience was like Bring, we want casey <laughs> bring back casey Thank you so much. That was the only good show I've ever done. I, n- <laughs> not true. But, but it's so funny because, you know, you go back and you listen to like old sets. Like I listen to sets from when I first moved here and I'm like, what the fuck were you talking about? And you I, were like, killing. I hate them. Oh, Can so you hear you. it over the laughter? What? <laughs> I do. I remember. I, be, I remember watching this from the wings being like, Jesus Christ. She's fucking destroyed. Oh, thanks. That's fun. Maybe I'm going to go back and I'm going to find that exact had, show and it, just it, sleep it with five it. Five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> had to be a long time ago. Summer, but thank Wonder you. Voice memos. But thanks, guys. What I was going to say was basically that, like, like your your act, uh, as hard as I've seen you kill, I don't ever think that your act is is like co- could be considered controversial ever. Like, yeah. I don't think I think that you're like a comedian that is like like one of those people that can actually like you can find it really anywhere. And sometimes yeah. it's silly. You know, you can you do something that's really silly. Sometimes it's just like real life shit. Yeah. But Dave Chappelle. Uh, dropped the new special on Netflix uh, last week, and Chappelle's one of my favorite comedians. I, a lot of people's favorite comedians, of yeah. course. But Chappelle always seems to find the nerve, and especially as he's gotten a little older now, and yeah. the culture has changed, that nerve pisses a lot more people off. Yeah, which I almost never really saw coming. But we're pissed. We're we're more pissed off. We're just more pissed off, and ju- we. The thing is that we all think we, everybody thinks that they matter and it's just so hard to, it's like you cannot sit everybody down and be like, you don't matter. (laughs) Like I know we're supposed to bring up people that think that they're special, but it's like, you're not like nobody, like, do you like what kind of fucking loser <laughs> comments negatively on the, like nobody, Robbie tells me this all the time. Cause sometimes I'll read a comment or something like that. He's like, do you know anybody cool that comments like, negative things on things like no. what is the fucking point right you know like i mean I, I listen i'm a dork like i've been known to like i'll dm a celeb sometimes but it's always like <laughs> but it's always like love you like i yeah, just like it's I just always sometimes, the bagel boss it's too. always after a couple <laughs> glasses of wine yeah. and yeah, like yeah. you know something like that so where i'll just be like yeah, yeah. Your shop. yeah i'm like do you fuck those bagels boss <laughs> and then um fuck the holes out of them <laughs> yeah yeah how do you think they get the holes <laughs> that's bread um no, but like, you know, like I said, I've 
like yeah i'll comment on things sometimes but like never negative like never like yeah. die dumbass yeah. you stupid bitch what yeah. the fuck's your problem and i also like it's just like well that's more like trolling stuff but also like what somebody's gonna say that they're offended that he said so like it, it just you don't matter well yeah and i think there's also you don't matter <laughs> there <laughs> like, that's here that's certainly matter. one you aspect of it matter the, yeah. i think the wrinkles that go into the Chappelle special specifically yeah. uh, the thing that like Chappelle is such an interesting case for all of this yeah. like pc stuff because he is like i can totally understand when people get upset about like like nick DePaulo being this like righty comedian like republican yeah. I understand that because it's like an older white guy who is sort of riding this like anti PC thing. Could you imagine though if you were a comedian like that started in like the Nick DiPaolo like yeah. that thing, and then look at where comedians are getting now from I know. like social. I if I started comedy twenty years ago, I would be fucking pissed. There are children <laughs> making full length movies on TikTok, yeah. full length feature yeah. films. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're just trying to be like, I wrote these words. Yeah. You know, like I would be I if had I a tight s- twenty minutes on TV. Yeah. Pre- premium blend, nineteen ninety seven. Yeah, nothing. Jim Brewer brought me up. I was in Jim Brewer <laughs> presents. Fuck yeah. you, Miranda sings. So that's what I'm saying. Like, if yeah. I, I'm pissed, and I started ten years ago because I see what the people that started five and six years ago. I see what they got to start with. Yeah. Like I put my first show on MySpace. That's also because yeah. like I dipped into comedy and then I moved away and then when I came back but then it was like only Facebook and it was still not even like yeah. you, what you, what it is now. So it's like I would be absolutely I wouldn't know what to do. I think like uh, it, you know obviously yeah he's he's just trying to appeal to a certain yeah. per, person but like if I was like a, was a it DePaul- or DePaulo? DePaulo like, I mean like that though, though DePaulo I think he was just trying to be like you know, fuck it. This is what I want to say. I'm right. going to try to appeal with the people that are going to appeal to me. And like, I, and so, and I don't really, you know, it's, it's like, I think that the whole like flipping off thing was kind of weird, but I, I don't know the guy and I didn't watch it I, and I could really give a shit, but well, I, yeah. I, I would just be pissed if I had started comedy 20 yeah. years ago and then all of a sudden there's Instagram. I'd be like, right. fuck you, man. Well, and Chappelle is of that class. Basically Chappelle. Yeah. Is like, I don't know if people really realize how long he's been doing. Since he was like 16. Yeah. yeah. 16 in DC. He, he started out and he's been doing stand up. He's now what? 44. Yeah, yeah. He's not even really that old. And he, and, but he's like also one of those guys that just got touched early on. Yeah, he's like you know, a like he's, genius, like yeah. a legitimate genius. He's a guy. And, and a lot of times it doesn't even, a lot of them, like some of the people that get it real early, not even that they are genius. It's just some people are just picked. Some people right. just get that golden, golden. Half right. you know. was made when he was 20, 20 years old. That's yeah. what no, I'm sorry. Insane. He was in Robin Hood Men in Tights when he was 20. He was in Robin, yeah. And then he, he With Mel Brooks, yeah. one of the other greatest well, comedic on, minds of all time. Oh, I know. I just got to see him when he was on Broadway. It was fun. Um, but, uh, he was also in, he did like those like comic relief things. In yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Like Whoopi Gold. Like the, I mean, those were, he was those a nutty sh- professor. He, he was like showing up and stuff. Yeah. That was him, right? <laughs> yeah. That was yeah, him. That yeah, was yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but um, like this, in this particular case, like this is the first time I feel like we've gone up against uh, we, I, I, it feels like all comedians are the yeah. we, but like yeah. that, like the, like comedy itself has had a guy who is like not really like old, old. Yeah. Um, black, uh, and also uh, 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 arguably the best comedian, at least of a generation. Yeah. Um, sort of like rub up against this like PC culture. 
yeah. at a point where like it has gotten to a point where like like Something's the PC culture break. thing is like a trope at this point, but it's, it's so fucking dumb. true. Like this is the fact that people are having a reaction to this yeah. and it's like negative is basically kind of proving his point. Well, and I and I think that he did. I mean, granted, it was still kind of in a like a fuck you type way, but yeah. for him to be like, you clicked on my face. Like, yes, right, right. Like this is yes, the this hardest. Is this is the hardest thing to do. So, do I think like every single joke was necessary? Like, he's, like some of them, some of the things. Yeah, I think you're right. Like he was doing just to kind of really test, but it's also like, yeah, it's what like, he's kind of supposed to do. Yeah, and also like not every single thing is for every single person. Yeah. Right, right. Like right. even the comics that we love would be like, oh, that joke I didn't like, but I'm not gonna write a fucking. Right. I'm just it. not gonna laugh in the moment. It's just yeah. yeah. It's just because because you know what? In 30 seconds, as we know, comedy does another fucking joke is coming. Right. Yeah. So right, it's just right. it's also like it's people were people I like are to get it to 50 seconds. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Justin yeah, yeah. likes well, a you, good six minute long. Yeah. 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 You, you know like guys, a lot of uh, silence. I'll leave you on this. Justin's yeah. more of a storyteller. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I like yeah. to sit down. <laughs> And, yeah, uh, just tell stories about my. He's life. very yeah, yeah. real. Justin walks through the crowd just drinking people's beers in the middle. Uh, have you ever seen? Have you heard of the, the Moth? Yeah, you it's are. Like you're, that's it's you. Like that, but I do it at stand-up places. <laughs> and I don't uh, call them clubs. Stand-up places. Like I do music television. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I'm performing do. tonight at a, at a stand-up place. Yeah, I, I go into a stand-up comedy club. Comedy with nightclub. And a comedy microphone, nightclub. a microphone, and it stand. Um, well, and I do an impression of a moth. <laughs> I just lie on the wall. You, that's your act. Well, the yeah. funny thing about well, the funny thing about Chappelle is that there was a time when like the black comic was the soothsayer, was the guy who was like telling truth. Yeah, and f- I still think there's a, a, a position of like, yeah, tell it like it is because you have been the most depressed person right. in right, society. Right. So please tell us what it's like, and so for it to change is kind of it's just it's funny. It's very funny to me that yeah. it's changed, and he's always been someone who will say something because it's the funniest thing to say. His second special, uh, he, I, I mean, the first one I know was killing uh, killing him softly, and then the second one he did in San Francisco. He yeah, that's for what it's like, worth. Yeah, he's yeah. literally talking about a hobo holding people hostage while Jacking jerking him. off. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that's yeah. happened to me. But <laughs> hey, we've all been there. Uh, you're, congrats, you're a New Yorker. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> uh, but he literally says things that are the dumbest possible thing, and then contradicts himself with the punchline. Like he, yeah. that's kind of his mo, and I yeah. don't even believe half the things he says. I just, I'm not no. sure why we're in a place right now where, like, I, I honestly, I always think you should be forgiven, whether it's real life or a comedy special or a movie, whatever. As long as you say, "I was kidding," I thought, I just thought it was funny. <laughs> I was trying. I think you should be forgiven just, immediately. I know yeah. it just sucks that we have to say that now. It's like, shouldn't you know that if a comedian is on stage, that they are kidding? Yeah. You know, or I, shouldn't you know if a person is just like like having a conversation with you? Like, like you'd she, have to be such a dickhead to like sit, even if you're making fun of like a gay person, yeah. to really hatefully shit on a gay person that you're sitting at a table with or at like a barbecue with or something. You'd have to be the biggest dickhead in the world to not mean a joke in like yeah. a like a just a fucking around sort of and way I, you know yeah, what I mean and I get it I, I get that there's like distasteful things and I get that people there are people that have dealt with much you know harder things Strife. than I dealt with but it's also like 
just because if you present like if I present like a like a straight white female like you don't know what the fuck I'm like nobody knows what the fuck I'm going through or like what I've done and like if somebody makes a joke about something that I've had experience with in a personal in my personal life I'm not going to be like but you know it's like pointing a finger because it's like what what are we doing here like I can't I, can we just live can we just have fun or something like that? but I right but I get that people that maybe outwardly have had a harder struggle might feel like they're they need to stick up for themselves because they've had a hard time doing it before you know I, I get I get that whole thing but I also yeah I do think that like I, I do want to just fucking relax a bit I think yeah. people should relax a bit but I but I also you know we can't you can't tell somebody not to feel a certain way that's that whole thing about feelings right they're yeah, not wrong if you feel them. them they're not wrong but I do think that with the Chappelle thing people watching it just to write articles like you're not missing much if you didn't see right. i think i saw one that was like Chappelle's special is the worst and it's like you know written by some you know a, googly-eyed idiot yeah at, or at like a, a, a woman <laughs> yeah. that just wants to be upset right now it's yeah. just like can you yeah, her just brand can is you upset. take your hate out of it before you watch because like what are you doing like putting that hate back on somebody else isn't that exactly what the fuck you hate like it's right. just it, I don't know. I think it's all, it's all just some weird cycle. It's like, I, I hate you for saying this because you're making fun of this person and you hate that. Like, it's like what you're doing. I, I, th- I think ah. people bring a lot of their own things into all art. Yeah. And it's not really fair sometimes for them to be in a position to write an article. And then like for the Quentin Tarantino movie, which I personally liked, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, people writing articles about that being like, you know, uh, this is, it was really degrading to women that he, he, he gave a woman with no lines in the movie. And the whole point of the, to me, the whole point of the Please movie. Please don't spoil this for me. You didn't see it? No. Well, I, I, I'm not going to spoil anything except that everyone dies. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Why uh, do I, I don't even see it now. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, so uh, Margot Robbie's character. Did yeah. you see the movie? No. She, she's Sharon Tate, right? She's Sharon Tate. Yeah. She has a few lines. Doesn't have a lot of lines. But the movie does focus on her for extended periods of time in, in a wordless montages. Now, the point of the, the entire movie is Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt are bumbling idiots. They're literally yeah. fucking Beavis and Butthead kind of like doing things and that's kind of the fun of the movie. Yeah. Now to bring in to the whole thing of like, you know, this is another white man silencing a woman. I get it. I, I hear you. I'm on your side in that but it's also like, that's not the point of this movie. Well, and it's also like, and can't women just shut the fuck up sometimes? <laughs> Amen, sister. <laughs> uh, I didn't expect you to agree with him. Wait, uh, let me just get the apology tweet ready right oh, now. Yeah. Yeah, I apologize. Ready Dear right sir now. or madam. Dear sir, madam, they or them. Yes, or oh yes. Nosotros. Uh, Hello, <laughs> friends of the aliens. Uh, uh, yeah. But also, yeah, I, I mean, again, I think, again, we're, people are poke, just trying to poke holes at everything that they see. I mean, it's like Margaret Robbie saw the script. She's a woman. Yes. And she probably still got paid a couple million dollars to do it. And, you know, I, I think it's like, I, I don't know. I think we are all grown ups and make choices, but we're going to like, you know, she thought it was something I'm sure that, I mean, because the thing pe- women are like kind of being like, hey, there's not equal pay and I want to do this. But I mean, it's, but I think people also are grown ups that can make decisions for yeah. themselves. And if totally. she, and I'm sure that, you know, if there was a good working relationship there and she had a problem with it, but I, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't sound like that was, if the movie, this is how it was laid out to be, then that's how it's laid out to be. And I just, it's like, we just want to find so much trouble with yeah. everything. I, I hate to be Some this. Some things are troublesome, but that doesn't sound yeah, like, th- yeah, that doesn't yeah, yeah, sound yeah. like something that we should be so upset. Like the fucking, I mean, there's so much happening in the world that we're going to be upset that Margot Robbie got paid millions of dollars and did a montage and that you went to go see the movie and you were upset by it. Don't yeah. fucking yeah, see the like movie. I, Stay I, home if everything upsets there you. There was criticism too about the, the Manson women 
also where they're like, we didn't get to, I listened to a podcast about it. Slate, what up, Slate? <laughs> uh, and also we're sponsored by Slate.com. Please go to Slate.com. <laughs> to, yeah, they wish. Uh, watch nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking told them, Mike. They wish, bro. We just got Coscarelli. Uh, you want to sponsor this Hasidic pot or what, son? That's anyway. right. No, we are brought. We are brought to you by Slate. <laughs> Slate also anti-Semitic. Anyway, back to karaoke. The knuckleball. Essentially, like, like I do hate to be this guy because there's always if you're hanging around with comedians, there's always the guy that's like, man, comics are the ones that are like, we're we're the soothsayers. We're the truth tellers. Can you say it in that voice, though? <laughs> comics. We're comics, bro. <laughs> but to be fair, it does seem like at early man in here yeah, or, or Tim, Tim Allen. Allen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it does seem like when we this discussion comes up, it in terms of like like artistic expression, comedians seem to be the only people that I talk to that are sort of like I I just don't understand what the problem is like i don't why can't we look at this and just look at this as a as a dumb co- like this is the guy who got famous like like really famous for going i'm rick james bitch like for for what it's worth you know i i he's one of my favorites of all time Chappelle, i think is a it's genius problematic but like, to say bitch i i'm gonna be the first yeah. one to write the article but let, let's put it like this can it just be i'm rick james <laughs> end of sentence <laughs> yeah. lady can he be rick Miss? james without sir. degrading women i'm rick james sir Ma'am, they are them. Yeah. I, I'm curious <laughs> to to go around the table and yeah. and just ask: Have you ever seen a joke that actually offended you? Has there ever been? I mean, you're a ten year veteran <laughs> yes. at this point. Have you ever seen something where you've been like, Jesus, that guy went too far? Because yes. I honestly don't think I have. No, I. Oh I, God, I, yeah. I, I've seen something that's offensive, dude. But it, it, to it's, you, it's offensive or that you can it's not funny. <laughs> that's it's, that's it's, usually the way it offends me. Yeah. Is that the target of the joke was so dumb that I I sympathize with the comic because I'm thinking maybe he doesn't understand how to write it. And then I also think, like, if I was a black guy, I'd be furious if I heard this joke. So I definitely have. Yeah. But I, I'm, more, I'm more forgiving of it than a, a regular Yeah, human. it's not like something I, I can't remember, but I know that I've definitely been in, in like, mics or certain things where you're just like, Ugh. first off, that's not funny. Second off, like, you know, I mean, because, I mean, there's there's – Countless rape jokes. Yeah. Countless yeah. rape jokes. And, you know, not saying that there, I mean, there, there is, there can be a way to do them, unfortunately. Like, I mean, that's not <laughs> what people want to hear, yeah. but there can be a way. Of but course. sometimes they're gratuitous. And sometimes that, it, it's not so much offensive. It just feels like, I mean, just be like, this is what, you, it, it just doesn't feel like a good look. You know, it's yeah. just like, you just kind of look at a guy and be like, this is what you Why wanna, do you need to do is that? Is this worth it? Yeah, right. Is this worth it? Like, yeah, like you can, there's there a way that you can tell the show without being like, adding rape to it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But again, like there are some, some very funny jokes about it. And I think that that's, you know, that separates good comics and bad comics who can talk about these certain things. Like Chappelle, like Chappelle has the skills to be able to talk about these things. In a funny way. Yeah. If we let him do his job. He he, he has know? a good way of like, uh, he says the N word and the F word. Yeah. And does a really good bit at, about it and then ends it great. I, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I want to do it. No, no. Do you care no, for no, 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 no. We are sponsored I, I, by Slate though. <laughs> I can't do Chappelle's joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. <laughs> See, you're on the side of we're censorship. Not, we're not sponsored. <laughs> I guess oh, I'm on the side of censorship. Hi, Chappelle. Uh, How come it? 
<laughs> Perfect. Well, yeah. All right. So the Chappelle thing is that's like one path of this, but the other aspect of this, which is something that I am eternally fascinated with, is the idea of going back to karaoke. Sort of. I don't <laughs> like the we word. Really did go back. There. It's all going back to karaoke. I don't like the word canceling, uh-huh. cancel culture, canceling uh-huh. people. Yeah, I think it's like a. It's the flavor of the month. Yeah. Right. But this idea of sort of um, nobody can make a mistake. Not not that nobody can make a mistake, but I think that for a very long time throughout human history, especially like multimedia history, there was just sort of an understanding that like people in Hollywood are were just they were not the same as everybody else. Like they're, they're weird people. Yeah, they're just like held to a certain standard. Yeah, and Pee-wee Herman jerks off in a masturbation theater. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. Like, uh, and it's sort of like, oh, that's kind of silly, but <laughs> yeah, whatever. Like, but they all make a comeback in a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. Pee Wee Herman definitely had a, a bit of a comeback. He did mystery. He got Mystery Men, right? The the American yeah, classic yeah, yeah. Oh, Mystery yeah, yeah, Men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Point yeah. being that special on Netflix. Yeah. Nowadays, so like now knowing that Michael Jackson was not the best guy, knowing that <laughs> you know R. Kelly has done what he's done, uh, and unfortunately Woody Allen. Uh, these guys are sort of like, you know, they're 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 going to be buried. Their their work is going to be buried even if it's yeah. beloved because the character of the person behind it is not necessarily all that great. And the reason that Woody Allen has obviously come up is because Scarlett Johansson came out this week uh, and said that she would work with Woody Allen anytime and basically that she Every single one of him. his movies is on Amazon right now. I don't think anything's happening to him. Yeah, I really I mean at this point, yeah, it wouldn't make any sense. But it's there is still like I can tell you that at work when this came up in like the slack and there was a lot of uh, 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 a lot of that and a lot of people that were just like like he clearly like molested his his daughter and, and then married his other daughter. So do we think that do we more believe that he molested his regular daughter because he married another daughter? I would I, personally I would say that's almost the only reason that I believe it. Yeah. Believe him or believe her. believe the fact that he may have molested his daughter. It is a weird. Thing. <laughs> I in any instance like this, especially as someone who was molested, um, I if she has this memory, I tend to believe her. But yeah, I mean, it, does it bother me? No. I, it, it, there's like worse things in the world to me, and I if if you don't personally want to watch him because of this. I'm all for that. But this and is the thing. Is it the, like the natural selection of like natural selection? This is what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, I sort of think like if people want to cancel them because they can't get it out of their mind, then do it. I get it. I, I'm all for it. Like but I, the question, I, the I question is not like if you make a per like everybody has a choice to make any personal choices, yeah. period, you know, yeah. short of killing or, or stealing from somebody. Uh, but I think the real question is like, is, is, is it, is it, is it a good thing for there to be societal pressure to force somebody around you, make them uncomfortable into saying like, okay, like I get it. I guess I just can't watch Woody Allen. Cause I personally, whether he did this or not, I am going to, I have the Woody Allen box set, like all of his movies on DVD. Like I, I am going to continue to watch and show my children Woody Allen movies. There's like their, their masterpieces. There's like five masterpieces in the, in the, in the body of work. Like I, I can't on, not watch Woody Allen. Like, I have them on Laserdisc. You have them on VHS, I assume. I uh, <laughs> I have them on uh, what's the film? Oh, film real, real? Yeah, eight yeah. millimeter. Yeah. yeah, I watch them in my garage. <laughs> um, yeah, I have eight millimeter. Yeah, I I don't know what not watching the films 
does. Yeah. I, I, I think it's just a very basic way that we've, I, I really just, all of this, I think we're all just trying to control something. It's just a weird world. Like it's just, we're, we're like I said, it's, it's a world where when everybody thinks that they have an opinion and everyone thinks that they matter, then everyone thinks that they can control things. And it's like, I'm not going to watch his movies. It's like, then don't, but who the fuck cares? And why are you telling me? Yeah. Don't you know, like I, it's just, it's right. like, I, I don't, I don't know if that, does anything i don't know if anything does anything i think and and then there's that whole thing and i forget what the saying is it's like the more you say look at how terrible this is you're still promoting this person right, right. it's yeah. like the it's same the, it's the uh streisand effect uh sure i thought we were done with the juice oh, stuff. was this the the her robbery or, or no her? she she tried to sue a, a paper who had a helicopter shot oh, at her right. house. And then it just goes all over. And it went all over yeah. because she tried suing about it because people were like, oh, I gotta see this it's fucking always, house. It's always, yeah, 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 it's yeah, the yeah, same yeah. thing I know. Yeah, it, it's anything. It's the same people that say, look at how terrible this is. It's like, you're 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 just, you're, you're spreading it. Just don't yeah. talk about it. it. It's, just, it's, yeah, it's the same thing. It's like, don't name the fucking shooter in the school shootings. Don't read their manifestos. Yeah, you're, right. you're, you're not helping. Yeah. It's like, just shut the fuck up about it. Just, it but, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. seriously. Like, I mean, obviously, we need to stay informed, but it's like, the more we put this in our, the more we're like, this is bad, this is bad, this is bad, this is bad. It's like, the more people know, it, like, it's just, you're spreading it. Well, this is, you're this is like it. the you're Tarantino thing. You're not canceling thing. it, you're spreading it. Your Tarantino point is basically like, like he's gotten backlash for like several of his movies. Yeah, for race he, stuff, for it's stuff with Tarantino, women. Tarantino, he's gonna do that every movie. Yeah. Right, but the and question yet, is, Samuel Jackson continues to work with him. Right, and loves him. A Says lot that he's of people a yeah. Director. yeah. But the point is, like, like uh, you know, I would, I would wager that Tarantino is probably a strange person. Yes, he know, only yeah. lets Has you uh, take pictures of him with a real camera. Is it was, true? Yeah, because he was at the comedy store one time, and we were like walking. <laughs> I remember walking behind him when he was walking to his car, and somebody's like, "Can I take a picture?" He's like, "Only if it's a, like a disposable." <laughs> they wouldn't bizarre. let him take or it. They wouldn't it's let. A genius way to yeah. get out of selfies yeah. with cam- with phones. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. But like he really was like, he's like, only if it's a, it's a real camera. Like well, he's got, he camera. knows his angles. Yeah, yeah that's like my dad. Which is like, I'm allergic to latex, ladies. Hey, everyone's dad was allergic to latex. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Otherwise, we may not be here. Yeah, it's a Puerto Rican move. Allergic to latex, <laughs> sheepskin, and synthetic. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Very sensitive to get those Puerto Ricans. Yeah, they're, they're the worst. I and guess pulling out. Like the real question <laughs> is like, are we are we completely? Like there is there is a part of me that feels that it's like kind of okay that some people get thrown to the wolves for us to have great art. Because I tell you what, if I have to watch one more Kumail Nanjiani anything, I'm gonna be fucking pissed. You hate Kumail? <laughs> I hate Kumail so oh much. God. I think he stinks. But the point it is, it's like stinks. we just make so much shit now that is so arbitrary and, and just not good because it like toes a certain line that's very safe and doesn't really step on anybody's toes. Yeah. And it's got the diversity and whatever. I understand all that. Like Jordan Peele makes like he's somebody that like makes movies with a, like a primarily black cast, primary, and they're good movies. Like they're not they they're they're still artistic in a in a way that he's like taking chances and experimenting with things. Yeah, and that's great. If there was more of that, I think that this wouldn't be as much of a conversation. But there's less of that, and there's more like of these just like shitty whatever. You know, you watch some of these movies sometimes, and they're just like they're bland and vanilla, and they don't really have like any kind of twist to them or or anything. They're just like, but you get somebody who is making these movies. Like chances are, I kind of do subscribe to the theory that like the more fucked up you are, the more, the higher there is a possibility of you making something kind of cool if you're creative. Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, like everything is subjective, but it's like, if you're watching something by somebody that you know, you hate, 
just to hate on it. It's just like, and I get it. I mean, like I hate watch comics all the time. There's so many comics who I like look yeah, up and I'm like, real quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, starting first, let's go. To, um, but I mean, Byron Sadiq. <laughs> oh, Byron Sadiq. Interesting. No, I'll, I'll, I don't know. I just named the name. Charlie six, nine, seven. Oh, <laughs> what no. was this? Is it Charlie? Phil nine, eight, seven. Charlie. Uh, I'm just kidding. Sorry to Charlie. Um, no, but yeah, if you just, it's like, if you watch, I, I don't, yeah, I think everything is subjective. There's people put out shitty stuff. People put out good stuff. Yeah. And it's just Chaplin like. Chaplin was a, he, he fucked 14 year olds. He yeah. married a 14 Everybody sucks. Everybody, yeah. Jerry Seinfeld was dating a fucking high schooler when he was yeah. 40. He was. And, yes, he was. and we haven't canceled. I mean, that guy is still making do not so watch much Seinfeld. money. Everyone listening right That's now. That's what I'm saying. Do not watch Seinfeld. You want to, you, everybody wants to hate. Uh, everybody wants to do what's easiest to, to not do. You know yeah. I mean? Like everybody wants to make a difference in the easiest way possible. It's like, you're, are you, what are you saving by not watching Woody Allen? But it's like, but they wouldn't dare not watch Seinfeld. You know, it's just, it's like, it's crazy. It's like everybody else yeah. wants to save the world, but nobody's going to stop eating meat. Like it, it, some people have, but I mean, it's like, <laughs> there's, it's just people want to do the easiest thing possible. Can I, uh, point out something so a lot of times when talking to people they'll be like why did he have to joke about this why did this person have to do this art and the process for most people to. doing comedy is they write down things that happen to them they sometimes say things on stage it gets a response they continue to do <laughs> it sometimes it's <laughs> not true sometimes <laughs> it's just the funniest thing they said in that moment yeah. and sometimes it's just a writing exercise most jokes are a writing exercise and to look at someone like Chappelle and sort of go like, wow, I can't believe you said this about transport. He got a response from it. He's writing the funniest possible right. joke in his mind at the time. So he doesn't view it the same way as like, this is my statement on trans people. Yeah. He views it as this is my statement that got a laugh. And so that Netflix funny cheer already cleared. Those the checks cleared. So yeah, he's, yeah. That, that's the other aspect of this. Yeah, <laughs> And like he said, he's just like, I'm still writing jokes about it. Like he doesn't, he doesn't get, it's not that I don't think he cares. He doesn't care about people. I think he just doesn't care that people are offended by the joke. He, he right. He's not afraid to be hated. And I think that's something that as comics, I think sometimes we do succumb. Like clearly our goal is to get a, a good response, a sure. response from things and get laughs. And I, I don't think he's, because there's enough people that will like you even when people hate you. It's, yeah. If you're good, like yeah, if yeah. you suck, then people are just going to hate you yeah. and be like, this is, there's not even point, but like enough people, like Chappelle, like Chappelle has already established himself at this point, and I know that people are like, "Oh, you're going to give him Africa. a, you're going to give him a platform." But it's like, if there's really somebody that's watching this that that starts to hate trans people because of what Chappelle said, they already fucking hated trans yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing that a comic can say that will make you do anything. You already have that in. So if people are like, yeah. "Oh, he's he's generating this narrative," it's like you already fucking believe the narrative. Isn't that so, the Trump so, thing? The whole, this is like the, the same Trump thing about proxy? like video games cause shooters. Yeah. It's like no, no. you were shooter to begin with you, yeah no you were yeah you're fucked you 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 something is wrong with you yeah. so yeah it's like for people it's like yes yeah, netflix netflix gives platform because it's it's also at the same time it's like they oh netflix fluffy, you know they, yeah. uh, he has a, he's a teacher for god's sakes in that show <laughs> but uh but like yeah it's like if you're gonna say that why is not why is somebody giving a platform to Chappelle when he tells jokes about trans people it's like look at all the other movies Netflix has out so if there's a movie with a rape scene or if there's a Quentin yeah. Tarantino movie where he uses the n-word are we taking off everything yeah because there's something offensive right and who's, like, why who's are we, making that decision yeah it's is it just because you see the person who wrote the joke that makes it more offensive when like sure. you watch a Quentin Tarantino movie and it's Leo saying the n-word so you're like right. this is different yeah it, what is different about it we should take off everything we should all be 
just watching fucking Sesame Street, although yeah. we can't because apparently there's gay characters on there now too, <laughs> and people are fucking offended by that. The only thing we should be, a, be able to watch is in that. And that's who got like, more on Rotten oh. Tomatoes than Chappelle. Yes, we that, were that was going around. See that tweet yeah, going yeah. around? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I saw that going around. Uh, so on Rotten Tomatoes, yeah. they uh, somebody had a clever little thing. They showed Nanette by Hannah Gatsby uh, had like a ninety percent uh, user, or a ninety percent critics rating, yeah. and like a thirty percent user rating. Yeah. yeah, and then the opposite was for, for Chappelle yeah. at like a thirty-three uh, percent critics rating and like a ninety-nine percent critics don't audience. know what. They are oh yeah, critics. About. Critics fucking stink. <laughs> they all. Everybody stinks. Unless they say I'm good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, except for the ones that like me, then it's like <laughs> blessings. Comment. Thank you so yeah. much. <laughs> all right, Casey yeah. Balsham, we gotta get you out of here. Thank you so much for Bye. coming on. Uh, uh, is there some place that we can find you on the internet? At Caseface B on Instagram. Uh, at Casey Balsham at Hotmail. <laughs> um, find me in some chat rooms. Uh, maybe a little chat roulette. Uh, no, at Casey Balsham on, on Twitter. Music television anytime soon. Uh, I have. Have a spots. couple of videos on music television. Um, when does this come out? Tomorrow. Oh, what is the date tomorrow? The oh, fifth. what date? What time? Um, when Mike basically <laughs> when I nothing get, else but to yeah, do when I perfect. Work, so. um, at New York Comedy <laughs> Club tomorrow on the in the East Village. I think at the eight something and the ten something show. I'm doing Fat Baby tomorrow too. I haven't been on stage in like two weeks and I have five shows tomorrow night. So you know, if you want, if you really want to see a good bombing. <laughs> Stop. Check out Casey. Stop uh, back. <laughs> I'm at Mike Coscarelli on uh, all platforms. Justin, I'm at the Fart Box on Instagram and at Justin Perez on Twitter. Uh, we appreciate you guys listening. Uh, please rate and review and subscribe to the podcast, and also listen on Spotify. We're on. We are on Spotify. So much easier. Yeah, and uh, I just we just have a better relationship with Spotify. So just listen there. iTunes. Is they give like us whatever. more of no money. Than yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. We yeah. just have a better relationship with Spotify. Spotify is nice to us. iTunes is a bit of a joke. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, we'll see you next week. It's Bye. Trip Bye. Peace.